You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast's Training Buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Equestrian Plus. To get full access to over 5,000 videos, go to equestrianplus.com and enter DT Podcast to get 15% off your first month's subscription. Now listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Dressage Today's Training Buzz, sponsored by Purina. Your horse has unique feed needs, and Purina has you covered. From breeding and growing to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers and everything in between, Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put Purina's research to the test. Find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. Today we hear from USDF bronze and silver medalist Michelle Wellman. She practices what she preaches when she says to advocate for your horse. In this clip, Michelle tells the story about one of her horses who encountered various physical issues and the long road to determine the cause. So an interesting uh, sidebar, the chestnut horse in the second group is my personal horse, and he is an eight-year-old Tricaner gelding that I bought as a four-year-old that was just 60 days under saddle. Um, If you watch the videos closely, you can see that he is a little bit weaker tracking to the right, and what, is been, what has been so great about the Cavaletti exercises is it has really helped him recover from a very odd and uncommon thing that happens with geldings. Um, he was castrated at four right before I purchased him, maybe three or four months, and the castration must have gotten infected on the right side of his sheath. And by the time I purchased him, it had been it had healed up, and um, there was a scar. And but during the vetting, my my vet didn't seem to have any concerns about it, and he was sound and had a normal pre-purchase exam. So I bought him and moved on with teaching him how to be a dressage horse. <laughs> and over the years of, that I've had him, I struggled a lot to the right with lateral work off the right leg. Right lead canter was difficult for him, uh, and and the, the responses that I would get from him were not normal, uh, difficult. Oh, this is hard responses from a horse that's learning something new. They were very dramatic and sometimes um, almost violent, and it made me really feel like something was wrong with him. So I've had vets out multiple occasions to try and figure out what was going on with this horse who otherwise seemed perfectly sound and everything always was normal and we could never figure out what might be wrong that would cause him to do this stuff under saddle. And the other thing that was uh, of note is that he was very spooky and reactive and not comfortable in his own skin almost. 
And I just thought that he was a tracaner and that tracaners can be that way. So I just chalked it up to the breed, um, which is kind of an awful thing to do because <laughs> every horse is an individual. But um, he um, just never seemed happy and comfortable. So uh, I, I kept kind of plugging along in the training and he started to progress and he'd have these times where he would really start to do well and then we'd have a setback and everything was difficult and he'd overreact to things again and I just couldn't ever figure out what was happening. Was it me? Was it my riding? Was it my training? Um, you know, why was this horse struggling so much? And in my gut, I just felt like something was wrong. Uh, I did everything I could for him. I did body work. Like I said, I had the vets out. Uh, and then last summer, as a seven-year-old, he started to do really well again under saddle. I just recovered from my first shoulder surgery. <laughs> and um, we, I got him going again, um, schooling second and third level. And he sat, had another setback. And uh, my body worker was out doing a massage on him. And I was chatting with her. And she was working on the inside of his right hind leg. And when she pulled her hand out from underneath of his leg, she had blood on her hand. And I looked underneath and the scar that he had from the castration was actually bleeding, which is very weird, three years later. So I called um, the vet. The vet was actually coming out. So I had the vet take a look at him and they flexed him. They always wanted to flex him. And I said, it's not a joint thing. It's, it's, he's sound, but they flexed him and he had some weird responses to the flexion positions, especially the rear leg extension. Um, he would pick his tail up and cock it to the left when they picked up the right hind and pulled it behind him. So I convinced them to come back a couple days later and do a nerve block of the sheath. <laughs> a very odd thing to do, but um, we did it. We, I, I got on him and rode him so they could see what was happening under saddle. And then I got off, we, we twitched him and the vet wore a helmet and we nerve blocked his sheath. <laughs> Waited for it to set in and then I got back on and rode him again. And he had an 85% improvement from the behaviors that he was showing before the nerve block. So it was pretty clear that there was something going on in that area of his body. Um, so my vet had no, hadn't really had any experience with that. So I contacted a different vet who I thought might, and he had actually had a case of a horse that had adhesions from castration that were inhibiting him from working well under saddle. And they had done surgery and the horse had gone from not being able to canter under saddle to pre-St. George a you know, few, few years later. And um, he came out and did an ultrasound the following week and saw abnormal tissue and pockets of fluid in the right side of his sheath and recommended surgery. So we scheduled surgery and he went to New Bolton Center in Pennsylvania and they opened him up and cleaned out what they found was a six inch long adhesion through his sheath attached to the inguinal ring. And the surgeon said there's definitely, this would definitely create performance issues in this horse. Um, 
So they cleaned him up and stitched him up and two weeks of stall rest and back to work. And it took a little while for him to call to, to trust that just being in a program wouldn't hurt him so much, but he, he started to settle. And then the personality change came. He started to relax and not spook at everything and act like a normal horse. And that was, to me, the biggest reward of it all was that he's just so much happier in his own skin. And under saddle, he's starting to come around and progress. We're, we're back to schooling, second, third level again. He still has moments where he thinks it's gonna hurt. And I'm 99% sure it doesn't. <laughs> but there's that 1% in the back of my head that wonders if he's still not comfortable when I ask him to do certain things. But then he, takes a deep breath and moves on and we can continue to move forward. So it's been a really interesting journey with this horse and he has been rewarding in so many ways to know that, you know, I didn't think there was something right with him and I pushed and pushed and pushed until we figured out what was really wrong. And he, he's just such a happier horse now and I really do hope that I can take him all the way someday. but. I know that he needs that time to, to understand that being under saddle is not necessarily a painful thing because he was in pain for his entire life under saddle until that surgery last year. So I, um, I, I enjoy watching him go now with somebody else on his back because he's just much happier about life now. <laughs> and you know, hopefully my story will inspire others to really advocate for the horse and know that if you don't feel like something's right, it's okay to push and try and find the answer. We hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast. Remember, go to equestrianplus.com to subscribe to our online catalog and enter DT Podcast to get 15% off your first month. Thanks for listening.